you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and I'm excited to bring you season five of this podcast, which, as you know, has seen many different lifetimes. <laughs> it really has. And what I'm doing here in this season is I'm recording a number of shorter episodes, solo episodes, not interviews this time around. It's just me talking about spirituality, personal growth, transformation, the themes of this podcast, which all are one and the same after all, i.e. spirituality, <laughs> right? Life itself. Yeah. I invite you to go back, if you would like, and listen to some of the amazing conversations that I've had with leading men and women in the field of personal growth and transformation in spirituality, some amazing teachers, and people that have had some amazing experiences. So all of these can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm referring to all of the past episodes. I invite you to check those out. Today, I want to talk about something that's very, very important and gets overlooked in terms of spirituality when people think about it. And that's the concept of universality. What do I mean by that? Well, something is, is universal, has universality. It's the universality of spirituality, which doesn't sound super easy to say, does it? In fact, I almost stumbled with it. The important thing today is that we recognize, and I invite you to do the same, that spirituality is universal. You may have been raised in a tradition that thought that it monopolized the truth. Well, what we find in life and what each of us knows, whether we choose to allow this or not, in other words, whether we choose to accept it, is, is that at the core, spirituality is exactly the same. Because we all have the same choice to make in life. Are we choosing love or are we choosing fear? If you choose to put it as, are you choosing God or are you choosing the ego? So be it doesn't matter the descriptors that you use. Are you choosing your light or your darkness? Are you choosing life or death? Self with a capital S or lowercase s, self, i.e. the ego. This choice applies to every single one of us. Therefore, it's universal. As many of you may know, I teach A Course in Miracles, which is the spiritual self-study curriculum 
that has been around for several decades now, and it has been the main focus of my own spiritual practice since 2013, since that time I've been invited to teach both in person and in leading a group and online. So I've done this, and as I've done this, what I really recognize is it was amazing to me how universal these ideas are. That's one of the things that attracted me to A Course in Miracles in the first place is that it asserted that it is a self-study curriculum, which it is. It's universal in theme and application, and there is a component of A Course in Miracles called the Manual for Teachers that talks about a universal curriculum. That's an interesting term, isn't it? I like it. Maybe you like it too. A universal curriculum. There are many manifestations of this universal curriculum. The world's traditional religions are manifestations of this universal curriculum. The most new and syncretic forms of spirituality out there, and there are many, are forms of this universal curriculum. Traditional, shamanic, and Other tribal practices are forms of this universal curriculum. There are so many manifestations because there are so many people. We appear to be separated into genders. We appear to be separated into religious and ethnic groups. We appear to be separated into strata of society. No matter where we live in the world, there appear to be so many differences. And because of this, the universal curriculum takes many forms. What one person responds to, another person does not respond to. What you adopt and adore, someone else may not relate to. Pure and simple, right? So what's universal about all of this? What's universal is the choice that we make in the present moment of love, or fear, God or the ego, self with a capital S, self with a lowercase s, light or dark, life or death. That's the choice that we make in the present moment. All of us. Love is universal. And when people say that love is all there is, like the Beatles and other people after them, for example, It's not just some New Age statement that people post with fancy colors and graphics. They go on Canva and put something pretty up there and then post it on Instagram to the great delight of of their followers and millions of people worldwide, right? It's more than just that. It's true. (laughs) Pure and simple. This is the universal curriculum. In fact, one could say... Love is the universal curriculum. Any spiritual tradition that teaches this in whatever way is part of the universal curriculum. Any spiritual tradition that teaches us to set aside our judgments is part of the universal curriculum. 
any spiritual tradition that teaches us to be aware of when we're obstructing the constant flow and presence of love is part of the universal curriculum. So as you can see, we're all practicing some form of the universal curriculum. Love is the universal curriculum. You may have been raised in a Judeo-Christian tradition, for example, that taught you that God is love. That's the universal curriculum. Any tradition where we're setting aside the ego, where we're setting aside our judgment, where we're recognizing that in truth, we're not separate from anyone else. Our interests are not separate no matter what the outside world may show us, and that we have the power to choose love or fear in the present moment. By the way, this determines what we see in our experience, doesn't it? So as you can see, the universal curriculum has many outward forms, many religions, many spiritual traditions, many practices, and that also, by the way, includes a bubble bath, doesn't it? It includes a walk on the beach or in the mountains, in the desert. It includes taking a drive. It includes taking a one to two breath moment to chill out and relax. It's so diverse in appearance, but the content the essence of it is one. It's one. So, as I often do, I invite you just to reflect on this. And because the universal curriculum involves our laying judgment aside, let's lay our judgment of other spiritual traditions aside, even if it's only for a few seconds. Let's lay aside our notion that our building owns the truth. Set it to the side. Nobody owns the truth. The truth simply is, and it's not subject to categorization. It's not subject to being parsed out and divided and subdivided into component parts. It can't be split. No one owns it. So I invite you to think about that. And indeed, all of spirituality converges, doesn't it? It converges in love, quite honestly. Naturally, the essence of all of spirituality lies beyond words, but since we're here in the world, and since we have this thing that I'm using called the internet to broadcast to all of you, since we have this thing called a podcast that's highly popular, a highly popular and I'm happy to say effective way of communicating, the message of love, I'm delighted to use it. And it would be very kind of you to take 
these ideas and to ask yourself, okay, how can I practically apply this in my daily life? Because that is where the action lies in spirituality. This is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. In other words, it's where it's at, isn't it? Action and application of these ideas so that you set your judgment aside and become more loving. And when you notice yourself judging, forgive yourself and set that judgment to the side. Just notice it. Life in this sense is like a living, breathing, waking meditation. That's exactly what it is. When you sit down for a formal meditation practice, let's say it's a guided meditation you listen to the instruction, the instructor, and you focus on what they have you focusing on. If it's the breath, for example, then you focus on your inhale and exhale breath. When you notice that your focus has wandered, not if, but when, you simply bring it back without judgment and without comment which takes practice because we want to judge ourselves as having done it wrong. We want to judge ourselves and label ourselves as being unable to do this, incapable, too distracted, too frantic. And that might be true one afternoon, but the next day you could be a lot calmer. And it's all about the cultivation of present moment awareness. Therefore, when you're out there in life, and not in a formal meditation, the same principle applies. When you notice that you're carried away with thoughts of judgment and guilt and blame, maybe you have just found yourself in a fit of rage. Yeah. When you notice this, simply bring your mind back to the object of meditation. In other words, simply choose love. Choose your true strength, which, by the way, has nothing to do with the size of your bank account. It has nothing to do with the car that you drive, and it has nothing to do with how much you can bench press. Not at all. This is a fun example that I like to use, that life is indeed a living, breathing, waking meditation in which we can bring our awareness back to the present moment choice of love, which is the universal curriculum. All right. So, I thank you very much for joining me, as always, and I invite you to please ask questions. I am more than happy to specially record episodes of Decide to Transform based on your questions. The best way to do this is to email me. The address is tomas, T-O-M-A-S, at tomasgarza.com. And that's the best way to ask questions. I'm more than happy, again, to entertain the questions. I can answer them in a recorded episode, either as the whole episode, 
if it's a, a deep and involved question or as part of the episode. And as always, I really, really look forward to hearing from you. I thank you for listening and for tuning in to this show. I know a number of you have been listening for a long time, and I deeply, deeply appreciate that, all of the subscriptions and all of that. But more than anything else, I thank you for your spiritual practice. It has a massive ripple effect on the entire world. When you choose love, everyone, and I do mean Everyone benefits, whether they're consciously aware of it or not. So I thank you for all of your efforts in that direction. Because the fact that you're interested in this show means you are making those efforts. And I thank you for those and invite you to continue. And we'll see you right here on the next episode.